everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up! And call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular's single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. We're all looking for ways to save, especially on medical bills. But where do you start? Unless you're a medical billing expert, finding savings can seem impossible. HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance and flags errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Saving starts with knowing where to look. Visit HealthLock.com today before you see another healthcare provider. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Throughout history and to date, the Black community is often acknowledged as the most influential community globally, recognized for setting trends and adding value to the world in a vast multitude of ways. While this is most certainly true, also true is that our community is at a seriously outsized risk for major disease and illness. With the Black community facing disparities across the spectrum, now documented over many decades, committed to changing the statistics, Alchemy Health is constructing solutions and building the leading Black wellness community focused on eliminating disparities within the healthcare system. Determining that the most appropriate starting point for the Black health and wellness revolution had to be rooted in mental health given its foundational importance understanding and actioning their assignment to educate and provide the culture with the tools needed to heal, empower, and thrive today while creating generational health for tomorrow. Alchemy Health is a digital health company with a mission and vision of becoming the universal healthcare provider for the Black community. For us and by us, transforming mental health and wellness, Alchemy fuses technology and well-being to help individuals improve their lives and aims to become the digital destination of total health for the Black community. With thoughtful and intentional design curated for a full spectrum of users, Alchemy strives to meet individuals where they are and encourages them to go deeper. Working with intentionality while diligently aggregating the best practitioners across different modalities. Through the delivery of high quality, comprehensive, compelling, and culturally relevant content, Alchemy intends to destigmatize and normalize mental health for the culture, making it not only accessible, but aspirational. Here with us to share more about his newly launched mental health startup, Alchemy Health, and to further discuss the topic of mental health in the Black community, we have former NFL player, 2009 Super Bowl champion, and founder and CEO of Alchemy Health, Mr. Ryan Mundy. This is the Black Information Network Daily Podcast, and I'm your host, Ramses Ja. Mr. Mundy, welcome to the show. How you doing, brother? I'm doing well. Happy New Year to you. I'm feeling good. How about yourself? Oh man, I'm flourishing. I'm flourishing. We we've uh, been wanting to to have this conversation uh, for a long time, and you you obviously came highly recommended. Um, you know, there's been a lot of uh, conversations in the air about mental health in the black community uh, as of late, and I know we've certainly covered it on this show quite a bit. 
Um, and so we appreciate your time and your insight into this uh, subject, this this critical, uh, exceptionally important subject today. So let's start at the beginning. This is what we do on the show. Share a bit about yourself, a um, bit about your upbringing and sort of your career path and then what led you to the current path that you're on now with the mental health industry. Yeah, for sure. Uh, again, thank you so much for having me on. Uh, really excited about this opportunity. Uh, my name is Mundy, and as mentioned, I am founder and CEO of Alchemy Health, and I'm originally from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, mm -hmm. born and raised, uh, and I have been a lifelong athlete. I started playing football at the age of seven, and that year in particular was very, very important for me. Um, the year was exactly 1992. I was the biggest kid on the team, the strongest kid on the team, and the fastest kid on the team. Uh, but unfortunately, I played offensive guard. Our team was terrible. We did not win one game. And I had just an awful experience all around. Mm. And so uh, after that season, I told my dad, I quit. Don't want to play anymore. Uh, I started the following season in 93. Uh, he obliged initially. Games went by. But ultimately, he made me get back out there uh, as, you know, like he wanted to instill the value and the lesson around, like, not being a quitter. Right. And he knew the ability. We just had to find the right position for me. And I told him that I wanted to, I wanted to score touchdowns. Um, and so we, we made that happen. And then from there, um, the, the series of events, everything that happened literally from that day or that time in 1992, everything in between now and then uh, has gotten to where I am in life, right? And I'm out with that story because had my dad not made me get back out on that field, um, you know, would be, I probably would not be sitting in this chair and it's solely due to the fact that, like, my life has been built around, uh, and it's opened up so many doors for me. Uh, coming out of high school, I went to the university. Uh, I played four courses, uh, and then transferred to the West, West Virginia University in 2007 and played my fifth year of college eligibility. And in 2008, I got drafted back to my hometown team, the Pittsburgh, uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Hmm. And so, like, you know, to, to have that journey, and uh, you know, really uh, realize a lifelong dream in front of everybody who had helped me get really incredible. And then, as you mentioned, uh, and in 2009, we won a Super Bowl. So, like that was uh, get drafted to uh, get drafted to my home, win a Super Bowl, great, uh, and play for like a Hall of Fame coach, Tomlin, Hall of Fame players, Troy, so on and so forth. And so, that was a really, really important time for me and a really important part of my experience. But all in all, I played five years in Pittsburgh with the Steelers, uh, one year in New York with the Giants uh, in 2013. And then in 2014, I came uh, to the, uh, excuse me, came to Chicago and played for the Bears for two seasons in 2014 and 2015. And so that's eight years as a professional athlete uh, and 24 years in total of playing football and sport. And I provide that context because now that's what got me here. And so at the age of 31, <clears throat> you know, I quote, retire. Uh, and had to figure out, like, what is the next chapter and uh, the next phase of life? What does that look like for Ryan Mundy? And it's a really big question and a really important question when it's like, look, your dream and accomplish your life goal at 23. And so what do you do next? And that was a big question for me. And I had, uh, uh, I was dealing with a lot trying to answer that question. I was dealing with anxiety, uh, trying to figure out what was next for me. I was dealing with depression, missing what I had did my whole life to. Uh, years uh, in total, and then just general identity issues, trying to figure out who and what is when I was no longer tackling somebody. Uh, there was a problem retirement. There was a personal path, 
Uh, and that's everything that I was talking about. And then a the professional, professional path is there with like, look, I'm going to get out there because I know I can network. I know the NFL is a platform and it's a opportunity for me to get in front of. And so outward facing uh, and on the business path, I got into startups, entrepreneurial activities. Uh, and then in, in 2018, I started one company in the eco-friendly category around reusable straws. Uh, I built that business up and operated that business for about two and a half, three years. And then ultimately, we sold that company in 2020 as I work on Alchemy. But again, what got me to Alchemy was that personal path where I was dealing with anxiety, depression issues, and quite literally couldn't buy my way to help. Right? And it's one thing to have, have like the financial resources and still not know what to do or still not feel like you know you don't, you don't understand like what's going on with you. I knew how to take care of my knee. I knew how to take care of my back. I knew how to take care of my shoulder, but I did not know how to care for my mental and emotional health. And so uh, that experience and also the experience of like my family going through chronic disease and illness, type 2 diabetes, Alzheimer's and dementia, cardiovascular disease, heart attack and stroke, all these things were happening at one period of time. Uh, I just kind of looked in the mirror. I said, somebody needs to do something. And somebody needs to build a company that's principally focused on the trajectory of black health and wellness. Uh, and that's what stirred up in me. Uh, that was a calling on my life. And that's how I got here today. I love that. I love that. Well done, sir. So one of the things that I know uh, to be true is that um, in building alchemy, you recognize that leading with the uh, go try therapy, that's not always well received. So uh, let's do this. Uh, tell us more about alchemy um, and the, your, you know, your process of building it and the strategies for creating the awareness and the acceptance and the community engagement. Sure. So uh, our alchemy is to create generational health. Uh, okay. Everybody uh-huh. talks about generational wealth, oh, like that yeah. common phrase that we around, like getting the bag per se, mm-hmm. uh, but it lies within, right? And what I know to be true, to be true is, and I've had lived experience with, like money doesn't solve all your problems. Uh, it does not like make things go away. It does not, you know, automatically grant you happiness and also health. And so really prioritizing and figuring out like what the drivers are, what the levers are that unlock happiness and health for you are really, really important. And so that's why we ground ourselves in the pursuit of educational health. And quantifiably, like how we know that we'll arrive at that point is when we see a world in which black health disparities are non-existent. So, um, you know, it's, all, it's really, really important to make against like our work. And so that's how we'll the day of generational health has arrived. But effectively, uh, we're building a digital destination for total Black health and wellness, right? And that includes content, information, resources, and community. Uh, we have products right now, uh, health video courses, which we call our, uh, meditation and mindfulness practices, which we call ours. And then lastly, we just hold whatever the community live yoga could be like a group to stand it could be we just call it alchemy spaces yeah. it's space and opportunity for us to create healing uh within a culture and so my thought process around like going to market uh particularly when it's like look you know everybody's talking about go see it there that's really really hard to do and that's again something that i have firsthand basis and the access barriers uh for like everyday americans as it relates to healthcare, and then particularly like going to see a therapist, but they're, they're very extremely compounded for folks who look like you and I. And so, and, and real quick, those access barriers show like I'm looking for education to say, I don't, you know, I don't want to talk about it. I don't know how to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next part, if you get over those two 
two hurdles is around, look, I want to find somebody who looks like me. Sure. Cultural intelligence really, really matters. I don't have to, I don't want to have to get into the chair and have to explain my experiences so that you get it. Um, but the sad part about it is that less than the psychologists in this country are black or and or of color. And so there's a huge gap between, quote, the supply and demand. But then if you find somebody who looks like you, you get over the education, get over the stigma, you find somebody who looks like you can afford them, right? Therapy is very, very expensive. Let's be honest about it. And a lot of pair, excuse me, a lot of therapists are moving away from insurance and moving to a cash paid model only. Uh, so if you're able to get over that hurdle, then you need to create the time. You need to be in like a great geographic location to make it convenient. All that adds up to, to really, really prevent people from getting the help that they so desperately need. Right. And, and everyone's going around like, go see a therapist. It is not so easy. Yeah. All that context. That's why we started where we started at uh, with the foundation of like content tools and everything. And then from there, we'll build out more programming uh, and also products and services that will eventually roll out onto our platform. So let's talk about those a bit. Um, I understand that there's uh, an app and, and a website and all that. So let's let's plug the people in. Yep. Uh, we are available on iOS and also Android, uh, Alchemy, A-L-K-E-M-E. And we also have a web application. You can go to watch, W-A-T-C-H dot alchemyhealth.com and you would have direct access to all of our uh, video courses meditations uh, and also live experiences right now on that on the platform we have uh, over 350 pieces of culturally intelligent uh, content uh, and self-care is available for you and right now we're averaging a piece of content every other day work with licensed clinical professionals to, to develop this we have a team of probably about 20 or so that we actively work with to create uh, and everything that we do is evidence-based and also clinical back and so nothing comes out our door uh, that shows up and not uh, without the, uh, the clinical rigor of licensed professionals hmm. okay now let's let's be honest um you know, and this I'm talking about let's, you know, me and then our producers for today's episode. Um, when we heard that uh, Twitch, Stephen Twitch boss uh, had taken his own life, that that hit us a little different. Um, you know, yeah. my, myself and the, and the person that connected us, Q Ward, we're, we're DJs. Um, and so he was one of the folks in our you know universe that we kind of you know paid particular attention to he he had kind of reached the highest of the heights if you will and of course you know being black and being uh centered as he was in that space being able to kind of live his dream and so forth it's something that was so unexpected um and that prompted the conversations that we had on this show, myself and, and Chris and, and Maggie and everyone who's uh, come and, and Carmela, everyone that's producing today's show. And um, we were asking, you know, we've done shows like this before, but we we're asking like, how, how do we take on this issue? And, and one of the questions that came up is, mm -hmm. you know, what did we miss? And 
I, I know that that's not an easy question to to ask a person like you, but you probably have more insight than we do. So I won't ask what did we miss, but I'll I'll ask it this way. What what can we learn from his story? But even ask uh, an, an additional what was not so, so you know a lot of times we put the onus on ourselves and saying like man I you know he seemed fine okay but even in those circumstances what was missing okay. on his part what was missing from him that got him to that place right like that's the real question that uh, I think always needs to be pro you know and particularly. When we talk about these things with black men uh, as well, like where's our space? Where's our, our respite, if you will? Mm -hmm. um, who is our champion? Uh, where are the spaces and the moments and the information, the tools, the resources, all these things that I talk about, like how are they getting to the people, right? And how are they getting to the right people, right? So I always, you know, and this, I, I believe this is like a trait of entrepreneurs. Like you got to see what's there and then also, but more importantly, see what's not there. Right, because that's where the gap is. And so, like, what was not there, at least from my mind's eye, was the representation, or there wasn't enough, like, folks out in the world um, getting on his radar talking about this stuff, okay. talking about, like, it's okay. Where are the spaces designed? And, or it, it, anybody who's dealing with anything, where are, are this designed for folks who are dealing with issues who have similar experiences and similar, like, makeup as you? Right? I think that's really, really important, particularly when we talk about community. All these other uh, lifestyle uh, opportunities, whether it be sports, work, whatever, all these uh, social media, whatever, everyone has a community, but where's a community that we prioritize health and wellness? Yeah. Like, and where are we learning from? And like, how are we sharing those experiences and growing together and getting, and getting and staying healthy together? And so that's what I think was missing. Uh, and that's what we aim, that's what we're aiming to build uh, with, with, but specifically, from from our lens, we always talk about like, and we say like, oh, I should just ask for help. Asking for help is literally literally the hardest, one of the hardest things to do. Mm -hmm. uh, we make it seem so easy. Just ask for help. So it's not easy to ask for help. It's very hard to. Ask. Uh, and a lot of times, uh, you know that we have the space and agent for help, or we don't have the confidence. Or we have, or we feel like we're dealing with shame or whatever it is when we do ask for help. And so asking for help, even, even though it's very simple in nature, it is extremely to do. And so um, I think it's just more so around just like for those who are in his circle, for those who love him, family members, so on and so forth, uh, don't take too much of the blame. Uh, I, I, I always tell folks, but again, just always thinking about like, how, if, if the message is how can we be better moving forward, it's the realization of one, asking for help is extremely difficult. Yeah. And so what are the ways in which we can mitigate that level of difficulty uh, and open up doors, open up conversation, and ultimately live out goals uh, and showcase to people on a daily basis how to and get the help that they need. Okay, so how about this? Um, Maybe it's it might be easier for us to recognize signs that that folks might need help um, or maybe we don't even know ourselves that we need help individually. Um, mm -hmm. You know, there there may be like some sort of stigmas against asking for help or, or so, you know, and, and because you work in this space, 
you might be a little bit more um, aware of exactly what the barriers are. So let's let's talk about that a bit. Let's try to identify what what keeps folks from asking for help, um, be it stigma or something else. And so maybe by identifying what would prevent someone from asking for help, we might be able to look past those barriers and see t- into situations, people's individual circumstances and maybe determine, you know, hey, man, do you need to talk? You know, or hey, you might need a little extra time or you know, something like that. What barriers uh, would you say off the top of your head could prevent someone from asking for help? Yeah, um, stigma, I think just generally, you know, if you ask for a lot of times, like, you know, I'm a believer that if you ask for something, you'll generally get which you're looking for, what you're looking for, but you have to have uh, a degree of, I guess, accuracy in the ask, right? And okay. so, my like, I didn't know before. I knew something was wrong. I knew something was off, but I just didn't even know language. I couldn't admit, I couldn't name it. I didn't understand it. And so I think that's a really important part that sometimes gets missed, particularly when we're talking about mental and emotional health. This is a relatively new like frontier for a lot of like, this conversation literally just kind of started over the last two years. Like it's taken a big uptick. It's always been around for sure, but for obvious reasons, uh, you know, it, it is a, a heightened urgency. And so I would say, um, that in and of itself is, is is really difficult and prevents people from getting the help that they need because they don't even know what they're looking for. And to your point, right, and a lot of t- times with particularly like the depression, at least in my experience, that was retrospect. Like I was walking around in the fall, you know, two years later, he's like, man, what the hell? You know what I'm saying? Um, and so it's really difficult to kind of at moment with some of these. But for those who are observing us, for those who are around us, there are some context clues, behavioral patterns, some things that we can pick up on or that we can keep a watchful eye out for and notice those things. And it could be just like, you know, how you're taking care of yourself, body language, uh, verbal language, how you're talking, right? Performance uh, issues, uh, whether that be in work or whatever it is, but really starting to pick up like oh, something's off here and then doing that. And then having, again, ask the question and not only one time thing but if you truly truly like care about somebody if you truly care about like their overall well-being you prioritize it you just don't ask one time just to check the box um, and then sometimes you know it may be uh opportunity or even helpful to just be extremely proactive and not even ask but just do something right to just kind of change the tempers and energy as well and so uh, there's there's not necessarily a, a like a true formula, there's, I think, some of, of the health tips that at least I know I appreciate uh, from those who are around me. And I try to deliver to those who I care about and I engage with on a regular basis, making sure that I'm in, in going beyond uh, those level questions like, yo, you good. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. People don't always realize just how much their negative thoughts and experiences stick with them and weigh them down. You may find your brain constantly running through a highlight reel of bad moments. That comment your friend made last week that hurt your feelings. That frustrating thing your mom does. Or that silly thing you said in a meeting. Maybe it's time to get it all off your chest. Whether it's a tiny annoyance or something much bigger. 
Talking about it can give you some relief and lead you to a potential solution. That's where therapy comes in. It's a safe space to share whatever's weighing you down and learn to process it so your internal highlight reel can focus on the good stuff. And BetterHelp offers affordable online therapy on a schedule that works for you. Connect with a licensed therapist by text, phone, or video call. Start the process in minutes and switch therapist anytime. Let it out with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com B-I-N today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot B-I-N. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com news. That's LifeLock.com news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. When Dr. Sabah and I decided to do a skincare line together, he said to me, we are going to give women meaningful beauty. And I said, that's exactly right. We want to give women meaningful beauty, which means each and every product is meaningful. It has a, a reason to exist. It's efficacious. You're going to get results. And then you just go out and live your life. Meaningful beauty. Confidence is beautiful. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. We are here today with former NFL player, 2009 Super Bowl champion, and the founder and CEO of Alchemy Health, Mr. Ryan Mundy, discussing his newly launched mental health startup, Alchemy Health, and mental health in the Black community. Okay, so one of the, the troubling things um, for me personally and, you know, we had this conversation, uh, uh, you know, here at the show is that at, at least for me, you know, I've I've been through challenging times in my life. Uh, God knows I have been. Um, and I've been depressed, been very sad, devastated, you know, all these things. And I think that I have a tendency to equate sadness and depression with you know suicidal thoughts you know but at no point when i've been myself depressed or sad have i felt suicidal i think that just in a, in a general sense i tend to associate typically people who are suicidal or sad or depressed about something right and I'm learning more and more that it's a little bit more complicated than that. Um, there, there's more to it because uh, s sadness in in the tr in my traditional view of what that 
meant or what that looked like um, is not always present in these type of situations. Um, you know, one of the first people that uh, got me to think critically about this was Robin Williams when he um, was uh, found to have uh, taken his own life. And, you know, he was a, a, a great comedian and a person that I grew up, you know, watching, you know, his his television shows and his movies. And he was always smiling. And to find out that his life ended that way was um, troubling because it was hard to reconcile. Uh, and, and, and one of the things that I do want to say is that, you know, there are a lot of people such as yourself that have been kind of speaking up about what mental health looks like, what, and, and how it's different from, you know, just, you know, your common, you know, a garden variety depression, not to make light of depression, but, you know, this is something that most folks will experience at a, at a point in their life, you know, but people like you, people like Charlemagne, people like Simone Biles, you know, those names that, we've kind of come to associate with standing up for black mental health in particular. Um, yeah. But one of the things that you're doing uh, to kind of help explain things uh, and help define things a little bit better for, for our community is um, you, you recently launched the health club podcast. So talk to us about that and, and what listeners who tune in can, can expect from that podcast yeah it's just um it's another way to have the conversation and particularly with the health club and um you know i, I shared my experience of in my uh, around money accomplishment all these things like be great on the outside or like what's going on on the inside and mm -hmm. i think a lot of times uh it's those stories, it's those experiences where we can, as esteemed athletes, celebrities, whatever your profession is, if you're at the top of it, you can relate to the everyday person. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm dealing with this, right? And I've, and, and you may be looking at me thinking that my life is perfect. However, it is not. The health club is really kind of talk about those things. Uh, to talk about like what drives you, to talk about like what fuels you, talk about the and the downs, right? Because one of them, we can't get to where we want to go. And so the health club is really designed to be a space uh, to have conversations around what total health and wellness looks like, right? And I cover three things there. How's your heart, right? That's how's, how is your emotional health? How are you doing? Like checking in, mental health, so on and so forth. Your health, right? mental health and physical health connected. When I was going through what I was going through on an emotional side of things, I lost 25 pounds, mm. uh, quite literally. And, um, you know, naturally when uh, most NFL guys retire the league, uh, you know, they either blow up, uh, gain a lot of weight. My, my, my idea was I lost it. And it was solely due to like my mental and emotional state, I believe. Uh, so how's your heart? How's your health? Mental. Right. Like hustle can mean a lot of different things. It could be your vocation. It could be your passion. But all three of those things are interconnected. Right. And we can't we can't over index on either one of those. Right. Make sure that the checks and balances are in place for heart. Health, right. Because that fulfillment, that manifestation is a last mile. Right. And so making sure that you're good individual uh, on the heart and health side of things and how you show up in the world. Uh, that's the trifecta. And that's what 
the health club is really designed to talk about is like how's your health and how do you talk about the good, the bad, the really just normalize a conversation uh, to get everybody on page. Gotcha. So um, I, I want to talk about your vision for the future of alchemy. So I guess in short, what does the future hold uh, for you? A uh, best case scenario. Scenario, um, you know, we were our, you know, traditional startup path, right? Like we're a venture back startup. Uh, we've been uh, fortunate to, to take outside funds into the company to grow and scale the, the organization. And our goal is to, to create this embedded health, uh, health and wellness network design, right? And we're starting out, I mentioned, with uh, content and also wellness experiences, but there will be a day where we move into like service services. Like what does it look like for us to start connecting our community to care? Mm. Uh, we have an opportunity. We have, excuse me, we have an opportunity to do that. And then lastly, like when we become full scale, I truly believe we can have an end to end platform uh, for all one's health and wellness needs through the lens of black culture. Right. And that includes like insurance coverage, uh, primary care coverage, all the above, and we're well on our way to accomplishing that goal. Uh, but anyway, there's just that we will be the end all be all for all things black health and wellness. I love it. Now, let's suppose, uh, as is often the case, there are people listening to our conversation today, and they sure. love what you're doing, and they want to support you uh, fiscally or otherwise. How can they get a dollar from their pocket into uh, the account at Alchemy? Uh, um, support me on the investment side of things or support sure. me just sure. like generally support the business. <laughs> Either way, all of them. <laughs> I mean, yeah, right now we're just focused on, uh, right? Like we're a business, right? Okay. Uh, really important. We're a black business, right? Black owned company, the whole to like supporting us with your dollars and saying like, look, you know, I have a subscription to another health and wellness app to which I will not name uh, rhymes with palm or I have another, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like take your subscriptions and bring them to alchemy, yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, for a more tailored and customized experience we design for you each and every day. Perfect. And our pull through is that, like, look, you know, a lot of these companies, um, you know, they, they could run campaigns and, you know, pull in different influencers to kind of push marketing materials. But we do this 365 days a year, 24 7, right? So we're black today, black tomorrow, black forever. Whereas mm -hmm. other companies look at it as a growth opportunity, just like, you know, trying to make a pass. We do this each and every day. And so uh, the support of our community financially by becoming Alchemy Gold subscribers, uh, that is uh, really, really important. Okay. So then before we let you go, let's make sure that we plug that website one more time so that folks can uh, uh, subscribe and find out more information and hopefully share that content as well. Uh, but also let's uh, plug your social media because a lot of folks we find connect via social media first before anything else. Absolutely. Uh, we are Alchemy Health on all social media channels, Instagram, uh, Twitter, Facebook, etc. Uh, Alchemy Health is A-L-K Health. Uh, you can also follow on, on uh, social if you will. Um, I'm at Ryan G. Mundy on and all other social medias uh, as well. 
Uh, and then last, to get directly to our product, get directly to our content, you can go to watch, W-A-T-C-H dot alchemy, A-L-K-E-M-E, health.com and you will be taken directly to our content library again, which has over 350 pieces of culturally intelligent uh, self-care and wellness content for you. Wonderful. I want to make sure I get that right. That's alchemy. Uh, so it was watch.alchemy, A-L-K-E-M-E, health.com. All right. Very good. Yeah. That'll, right. that'll take you to directly to our video library. Okay. One more time. Watch.alchemyhealth.com. That's alchemy, A-L-K-E-M-E. Wonderful. All right. Well, thank you very much for coming on and sharing your insights with us today. I know this was helpful for me. Um, obviously, we we will never be able to make sense of these uh, tragedies, um, but if we can learn something and kind of bolster our community and strengthen ourselves um, with additional information and insight, then I think that our tomorrows will be better than our todays. And knowing that there are people like you that are um, not just, you know, retiring with their riches off to a hill somewhere, but actually, you know, taking their experiences and helping shape the community and, and shaping outcomes for his people. Um, I salute you, sir. Uh, good work and and continued success on your journey. Once again, today's guest is former NFL player, 2009 Super Bowl champion and the founder and CEO of Alchemy Health, Mr. Ryan Mundy. I'm Maggie B. Nowen, and today I'll leave you with this. According to the CDC, a growing body of research shows that centuries of racism in this country have had a profound and negative impact on communities of color. And in April of 2021, the CDC went as far as to declare that racism is a serious threat to public health, specifically addressing its impact on both physical and mental health. Documented on the CDC's newly launched Racism in Health portal, it is noted that historic practices of interpersonal and structural racism are negatively affecting the health of millions in our community and are preventing us from attaining our highest levels of health. From his firsthand experiences, recognizing the overwhelming call to action to address these life and death disparities, receiving the vision of strategy and solution, and now actioning in purpose, Ryan Mundy and Alchemy Health are clearly here to do their part in making racism and its debilitating implications history. As the passionate and truth-telling words documented on their ebony excellence styled webpage read, quote, we're black today, black tomorrow, black forever. And underneath that, there's a lot of different ways in which people show up as black. The black community knows what the black community needs most. Most of our lives are filled with trying to fit into our environment rather than our environment fitting with us. Oftentimes we live by the code switch, even in environments that are meant to help us. That stops with alchemy, unquote. Let us take the steps to heal generational traumas and expose and nurture our mind, body, and soul. Hopefully inspired to more health and more happiness from today's conversation. Let us be moved to be fully authentic, encouraged, and courageous. Let us commit to honoring our past, our present, and our future, and to taking advantage of our opportunities to meet these moments. Let us join a community to answer the tough questions, to dig deeper into our thoughts, and to break down our defenses. Let us take the steps to heal generational traumas and expose and nurture our mind, body, and soul. As Ryan Mundy and Alchemy Health say, together, Let's make alchemy.
This has been a production of the Black Information Network. Today's show is produced by Chris Thompson. Find your daily podcast host at Ramses Jaw on all social media. And did you have some thoughts you'd like to share? Use the red microphone talkback feature on the iHeartRadio app. We'd love to hear from you. While you're there, be sure to hit subscribe and download all of our episodes. We look forward to your joining us tomorrow as we share our news with our voice from our perspective, right here on the Black Information Network Daily Podcast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy. And we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org.